0: Thank you for joining me for today's BeastWatch News update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, beastwatchnews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers-Brown. The election mess continues unabated. Sydney Powell better get her Kraken, Kraken. I agree with Ben Shapiro that a good time to release her evidence would be today and that a good time to not do it would be tomorrow. The dominion in smart tech fraud could take months or years to see prosecuted, if ever, especially if Biden gets into office. The termination of cybersecurity chief Chris Krebs, the many Trump lawsuits that have now been dismissed in various courts, and the Senate Facebook and Twitter investigation have become news noise. While all this is going on in America, the rest of the world continues doing what the world does, marching toward its destruction. Let's start with the latest about COVID. There are a lot of questions and concerns about Pfizer's and Moderna's COVID vaccine. These are being brought to public attention by Dr. Mercola and others who have the knowledge to understand what they are seeing in the data. The information is not being published by mainstream media. Here are Dr. Mercola's takeaways from his article about the Pfizer's 90% effectiveness of the vaccine, which, by the way, has been boosted by Pfizer to 95% effective. Nothing like tooting your own horn. He says Pfizer, in a joint venture with BioNTech, announced that their mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine candidate, the BNT, 162b2 was more than 90% effective in a phase 3 trial. While Pfizer did release a clinical protocol of its trial, it only issued a press release. Data for the interim analysis has not been peer-reviewed or published. Infectious disease expert William Hazeltine criticized COVID-19 vaccine trials, including Pfizer's, saying their protocols reveal that they're designed to prove their vaccines work, even if the measured effects are minimal. Asymptomatic infections aren't regularly being tested for in Pfizer's trial, so it's possible that those who have been vaccinated could still be asymptomatic carriers of COVID-19 spreading the disease to others and also missing from Pfizer's press release is how the vaccine fared in different age groups a key data point since older people are those most at risk of serious outcomes you can see that the vaccine is rigged but hang in here because I'm going to tell you what the countries who don't trust the vaccines are doing about it. At least one country. The article also says there is concern that COVID-19 vaccines could cause antibody dependent enhancement or ADE in which the vaccine enhances the virus's ability to enter and infect your cells resulting in more severe disease than had you not been vaccinated he says it's far too soon to know whether the vaccine is safe as on average it can take 10 to 12 years for a vaccine to be developed and go through the normal licensing process we're now doing it under warp speed in less than 12 months Apparently the UK government thinks the vaccine is going to cause more deaths than it cures. Mike Adams of Natural News reports that the UK government is looking for an AI system to count the number of adverse reactions, including deaths. This suggests that they think humans won't be able to count them all. They need an artificial intelligence for that. The UK government's ad on TED Europa says the MHRE, Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, urgently seeks an artificial intelligence, AI, software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions ADRs, and ensures that no details from the ADRs reaction text are missed. So you can click on that TED Europa link and go to section 2.1.4 and section 2.2.4 and read exactly those words. Further in the document, the MHRA describes an extreme urgency under Regulation 32 related to the release of a COVID-19 vaccine and says that the expected flood of COVID-19 vaccine adverse reactions will overwhelm its current legacy systems. If the MHRA does not implement the AI tool, the MHRA explains, it will be unable to process those ADRs effectively. This will hinder its ability to rapidly identify any potential safety issues with the COVID-19 vaccine and represents a direct threat to patient life and public health. What's clear from the description in the contract award document is that the MHRA is expecting COVID-19 vaccines to cause a surge of adverse events and side effects. The MHRA is fully aware that these adverse events will harm and kill many patients. They specifically warn of a direct threat to patient life. The MHRA's legacy systems are unable to handle the expected volume of incoming reports of COVID-19 vaccine injuries, meaning the expected volume of such reports will be very large and unprecedented. The MHRA recognizes the extreme urgency of putting a new system in place to identify the adverse reactions of COVID-19 vaccines and the MHRA states that if a new AI system is not urgently installed, it will be unable to identify many of the adverse reactions stemming from the COVID-19 vaccine and that this failure will negatively impact public health, meaning people will die. Do you think these vaccines could be for the purpose of culling the aging population, which will reject and protest against taking the vaccine because these are the only generation left who understands about the mark of the beast? The younger generations have left the church, you know. So the great resetters from the Communist East and the Communist West need to cull that sick population to stop them from interfering with the creation of a new kind of human transhumans using the younger and less educated generation I have reported about this new class of vaccines the mRNA type these have never been used before. COVID provided the impetus needed to develop this DNA-altering vaccine technology. The artificial nature of the COVID bioweapon now requires an unnatural and DNA-altering response. M. RNA rewrites human genes. Earlier I said the Trump administration is developing a vaccine in less than 12 months that usually takes 10 to 12 years. Well, actually, I don't believe this has taken less than 12 months. I believe that while the bioweapon was in development in Wuhan, which has been years, the big pharmas were already working on its supposed cure. So, you should be careful which company's vaccine you choose, because that will be the one to whom you belong. What do I mean by that? This will be voluntary slavery, and the company who rewrites your DNA will now add you as a product to its bottom line. Revelation 18, 11-13 And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. That's Mystery Babylon. For no man buys their merchandise anymore the merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple and silk and scarlet and tyene wood and all manner of vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood and brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men as a product on the pharmacy shelf you can and will be traded to some other company or even to Jerusalem Mystery Babylon you will be one of those slaves and the souls of men Revelation 18 talks about now, this can only happen if the great resetters own you, meaning they have enslaved you with their technology. COVID was designed to reset the Earth onto a new path where there are controllers, big corporations, and big tech Their inter-industrial collusion will line their pockets at your expense because these mRNA vaccines will change the God-created nature of your soul, your DNA, to something not recognized by Yahweh and therefore will be unredeemable by Him so decide in advance of taking your vaccine which company you want to own your body you know to to enslave it to the jews for service to their new masters in mystery babylon and your altered soul that will obey every wicked command without question. You know, do your research. Which one is trading highest on the stock market? Which one has, you know, executives that have the views closest to your own opinion of how things should be? You know, what do the corporate and tech prospects look like for them over the long haul? Maybe if you choose the right corporation to own you, things won't go so badly for you. Except, when it's time for them to trade you to another company or Mystery Babylon, well, then I guess it won't matter which company alters your body and soul. AstraZeneca's vaccine ingredients include cells of aborted male Caucasian babies. It says it right on the box for the vaccine dose other ingredients, if you can call them that, necessitates the Pfizer BioNTech mRNA vaccine to be stored at minus 70 degrees centigrade or minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. These are nanoparticles and polyethylene glycol. This is colder than either pole and yes Polyethylene glycol is antifreeze. Pfizer is developing shipping containers using dry ice to address shipping constraints. But Moderna claims that theirs can be stored in regular freezers at 36 to 46 degrees Fahrenheit for up to 30 days after thawing within the six-month shelf life. And yes, Moderna's vaccines also is an mRNA vaccine. Enslaving humans to big corporations and big tech is the agenda of the Communist Left's Great Reset. It is a new social contract that ties you to it through an electronic ID linked to your bank account and health records and social credit ID that will dictate every facet of your life. And you won't be able to buy or sell. And I'm going to castigate Joe Biden in a minute. But please remember that President Donald Trump's administration created the nefarious warp speed program under which you will soon be subjected to soul-altering vaccine technology. Dr. Mercola's overview of the program Warp Speed says many of the same surveillance initiatives proposed after 9-11 have been resurrected with updated technology under the guise of combating COVID-19. Operation Warp Speed, the White House administration's effort to produce a fast-tracked COVID-19 vaccine and other therapeutics, is almost entirely funded and operated by the CIA and the U.S. military. Operation Warp Speed is supporting the creation of several COVID-19 vaccines, all of which will be deployed, but to different critical populations. Operation Warp Speed is shrouded in secrecy that makes it difficult to ascertain the true agenda, but part of the plan is to monitor vaccine recipients for 24 months after the first dose using biosensors that record and share biological data. You know, under the skin or circulating in the arteries and veins of your body, RFID technology. Like 9-11, the... COVID-19 pandemic is being used as justification for the implementation of more tyrannical controls, it appears they're laying down the infrastructure for a totalitarian control system set to be fully deployed later. Dr. Mercola also has written an exposé on Dr. Fauci's nefarious ties to China. So Joe Biden is not the only one with ties to communism. The communist agenda is living inside the White House in the Trump administration. A report by Dr. Peter Bregan reveals Dr. Anthony Fauci's ties to the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and globalists who have profited from the pandemic measures promoted by him as the leader of the U.S. Coronavirus Task Force, appointed by President Trump, by the way. Fauci has been the major force behind research activities that enabled the Chinese Communist Party to manufacture lethal SARS coronaviruses, which in turn led to the release, whether accidental or not. Well, that makes me chuckle hearing Dr. Mercola say exactly what I've been saying for months of SARS-CoV-2 from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In collaboration with the CCP and the World Health Organization, Fauci initially suppressed the truth about the origins and dangers of the pandemic, thereby enabling the spread of the virus from China to the rest of the world. Fauci has supported and praised Director General of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom (laughs) Ghebreyesus, (laughs) What a name. A member of a Marxist, Leninist, Ethiopian political party with a corrupt past and terrorist ties who has also been accused of covering up cholera outbreaks in Ethiopia. Man, these criminals stick together, don't they? Fauci recently published a paper in which he dismisses the possibility that SARS-CoV-2 was created in and released from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, arguing instead for natural mutation. Yay! He also uses the pandemic to justify the Green New Deal and the global movement known as the great reset folks that's from within the trump administration it is so hard for people to believe that donald trump has a communist agenda his is not the same communist ideology as biden's as i've been reporting trump's agenda is right-wing and more akin to the Jewish-Russian Marxism of the Kabbalah. But Trump's administration was trying to use Chinese technology, which is far advanced over Russia's, to develop a bioweapon for use against humans. I keep telling people the choice they are making is between two different brands of communism, not between communism and democracy. Now, let's turn to Beijing Biden and his big COVID Chinese election fraud. I'm still looking for connections between China and Joe Biden colluding together to use COVID to put America under communist control. I actually do believe COVID's release was a surprise for President Trump. Biden beat him to it. Biden is a communist. He tries to hide it, but Obama's policies moved the U.S. toward communism, after which his left-leaning was picked up by the squad and others. Biden is clearly far left and in their camp. They are not in Biden's camp. He is in theirs. He is controlled now, and has been for almost five decades by the U.S. Communist Democrats and the CCP. So here's a smoking gun from Newsweek. I had some smoking guns from the news last week, and here's another one from this week. I'm still tying it together to show you how to put the dots together, connect the dots And why do we have to connect the dots? Because nobody in the left-wing media is going to connect those dots. And apparently nobody in the right-wing media is going to connect those dots. You have to be able to see the difference between the two communisms that are being fought over. That it's not communism and democracy. That's the false narrative. Newsweek says, while Moscow was surely tickled... Over Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's baseless chalking up of verified revelations of politically devastating and national security threatened Biden family corruption to Russian disinformation. It was Beijing that got the last laugh from the final presidential debate. During the contest, the former vice president, in effect, made his closing argument to the Chinese Communist Party. Not that it needed reassurance, given Biden's decades of invaluable support for Communist China's rise, Biden affirmed that if elected president, America would return to the untenable U.S. posture toward China of weakness, appeasement, and managed decline, the position long favored by the globalist political establishment that backs him with the CCP's helping hand. On the coronavirus, Biden made clear that he would neither blame the CCP for its culpability in spreading the disease, nor punish it for its malign behavior. The CCP surely took this as a favorable signal, where President Trump, plainly said of the coronavirus it's China's fault and technically that is true but only technically because Trump wasn't ready for it to be released yet. Former Vice President Biden instead pointed his finger at President Trump putting every fatality on the president. It should have gone on Biden's ledger. Anyone who is responsible for 220,000 deaths should not remain as President of the United States of America, Biden declared. This from a man who several times during the debate claimed he was a unifier of all Americans, 63 million of whom voted for the man Biden essentially called a mass murderer. One would think holding a broad, unpopular China to account for its malign behavior in connection with the disease would be something about which most Americans could agree. At least half the country did as of July 2020, according to Pew, yet... When asked by moderator Kristen Welker of NBC if, as President Trump indicated he would, a would-be President Biden would make China pay for its coronavirus cover-up, Biden refused. He replied, what I'd make China do is play by the international rules. We need to be having the rest of our friends with us, saying to China... These are the rules. You play by them or you're going to pay the price for not playing by them economically. Does anyone believe the CCP is quaking in its boots over Biden's vague promise of using multilateralism to make it stick to the types of rules it has persistently flouted and increasingly seeks to rewrite itself? Why is Biden apparently limiting the tools he might use to impact China's behavior to economics? Does not China's whole-of-government strategy in pursuit of its global ambitions require a whole-of-government U.S. response, as the Trump administration has executed? And lastly, does anyone believe that ignoring the CCP's culpability in the coronavirus pandemic makes it more likely to change its behavior? Biden relatedly argues that the Obama-Biden administration policies of upholding steel tariffs, ignoring China's declaration of a South China Sea air defense identification zone in flying bombers through it and a range of other things evinced some sort of resolve that presumably convinced China to comport itself as the administration wished. But there is little evidence for that. China paid no discernible price for its most malevolent acts during the Obama years wiping out America's intelligence assets on the Chinese mainland, hacking the Office of Personnel Management to pilfer the most sensitive of personal details on millions of government employees and breaking its promises to the Obama-Biden administration not to militarize its man-made islands and not to engage in Enabled theft. The Obama administration did not even lead from behind on China. China walked all over it. Judging by Biden's unwillingness to confront China over its role in the coronavirus pandemic, the CCP should bet on a repeat that Biden reserves the title existential threat to humanity for climate change and global warming rather than for the country most responsible for the coronavirus about which he fearmongers, further strengthens that bet. This brings us to the second era in which former Vice President Biden likely heartened the CCP. On the economic and overall competition in which the U.S. and China are engaged, Biden promised a raft of policies that would systematically undermine the American economy to China's benefit, particularly on energy and the environment. This was done to destroy Trump's economic gains and reduce his chances of winning the election to free Israel from the Obama-Biden two-state solution so that Mystery Babylon can rise as one Jewish-only state. And that is only one of Biden's reasons for having China release COVID on his behalf. In exchange, he will grease their war machine. Biden spoke of returning to the Paris Climate Accord, reiterated his support for a self-defeating, incoherent and budget-busting New Green Deal light, and vowed to transition from the oil industry, destroying the primary driver of growth in an otherwise moribund Obama-Biden economy. Combined, these policies would cripple the U.S. economy, blow out an already too Bloated federal budget, imperil our solvency, and likely make us once again reliant on a Middle East where China is becoming an ever bigger energy player. Catch that, folks. The Paris Climate Accord is especially paradigmatic of Biden's at-best naivete with respect to China, which its leaders must relish. As President Trump alluded to, the agreement which Biden said he would make China abide by was incredibly one-sided. It required the U.S. to dramatically decrease its carbon emissions, while China merely sought to hit emissions targets it already was poised to meet. Biden suggested that he somehow would make China adhere to this agreement that it apparently had already skirted. China, of course, regularly cheats on everything from environmental rules to trade pacts to treaties... Earlier this year, Biden claimed his administration would seek to cooperate with Beijing on issues where our interests converge, such as climate change. Why he believes China has any such desire other than gullibility is unclear, but China must be thrilled. It's unclear to Newsweek, but not to prophecy watchers. One can summarize the Biden versus China position in the realm of economics. Biden wants to get to zero emissions by 2025. And China wants to get to made in China 2025 to become a global leader in manufacturing, particularly in advanced and emerging technologies. Huh. There's that 2025 year target again. On this latter point... Former Representative Barney Frank of Massachusetts has telegraphed that a Biden administration would ease the Trump administration's efforts to stymie the CCP in its quest for a technological dominance. What more could a China seeking economic dominance ask for than for America to torpedo its most strategically significant industries? I have reported over the course of Trump's administration how his policies were for the purpose of creating Israel as the world's dominant nation. China also has dreams of global dominance. Scripture is clear that in the end, Mystery Babylon, or Jerusalem, will be the world's dominant power, and that she will be destroyed by another power that also wants to dominate, and which is in bed with China, the Islamic Shiite 4 plus 2 coalition of Iran. This, folks, is what the U.S. population is voting over. Finally, former Vice President Biden continued to deny, deflect, and dismiss his family's business with CCP-tied individuals and entities during his time as Vice President and in the period prior to his 2020 presidential run. These dealings may have personally enriched Biden and Boy, in more ways than most people know, at minimum, there appears to be evidence that he directly helped facilitate them. Boom! The indirect implications are obvious. Such opportunities would have never materialized for his family had Biden not been a senator and then vice president. The fact of the matter is this, even if every dollar Hunter Biden or any other Biden relative made was done by the books, and there is scant evidence of that, Even if Joe Biden really knew nothing of such business, never took related business meetings, never was involved with any policy pertaining to such business, never took a dime from it or used his family to collect such dimes, that these dealings existed at all creates a huge ethical issue in terms of the appearance of corruption and opening of the former vice president to potential national security threatening compromise That former Vice President Biden will not address any of these revelations represents a huge win for the CCP. He is telling the CCP he will not upset the apple cart from which his family apparently profited and from which our political corporate media establishment has been profiting for decades. The irony in all this is that the more evidence that leaks out regarding the Biden family's exploits and Joe Biden's role in them, the more we see steel dossier-like salacious revelations and a candidate who resembles the de facto asset of an adversarial former power. President Trump and his family have been accused of far worse over far less China emerges as the winner. The obfuscation and focus on Russian disinformation, as with the original Russiagate conspiracy theory, turns uh, attention away from the far greater threat to America hiding in plain sight. If anyone doubted whether Joe Biden has won China's vote, the final debate proved it. The American people hold the veto in their hands. And just remember everyone, Yahweh has this all in control. Mystery Babylon will rise whether now or later, whether under auspicious help from the U.S. White House or adversarial obstruction from the White House. Robert Spaulding, Senior Fellow at Hudson.org and retired U.S. Air Force Brigadier General was U.S. Senior Defense Official and Defense Attaché to China in Beijing from May 2017 to January 2018. In his book, Stealth War, How China Took Over While America's Elite Slept, he reveals China's motives and secret attacks on the West. He says the Chinese Communist Party has a fundamental loathing of the legal protections America grants its people and seeks to create a world without those rights. Well, staying in the vein of thought about the two different communisms trying to take over America and the planet after America falls it isn't just the communist Chinese who hate America the Russian brand of Kabbalistic Judaism also hates what America stands for a leader of the world that refuses to acknowledge Jewish supremacy you can read two articles that I've written about that but Israel has used America, especially during Trump's four years, as a launching pad for it to become a Jewish-only state and the overseer of Noahidism, which is another way to enslave people. Now back to Hudson.org, and what Robert Spalding writes about communist China. The first global war of the 21st century began in December without a shot fired. A Wuhan doctor in China noticed some patients admitted to the hospital were exhibiting viral pneumonia consistent with SARS. Only, it wasn't SARS. When he tried to sound the alarm, he triggered the CCP authoritarian control on information discussion of the illness was prohibited and the doctor who tried to warn colleagues through social media was detained the results of patient samples that had been sequenced to reveal their genomes were quickly squashed and the samples destroyed before the results could be made public the world health organization was notified early on but they were presented by the CCP to travel to Wuhan Meanwhile, the CCP denied there was any danger to the public while 175,000 people traveled from Wuhan to all over China and the world. The virus was now set free to follow the new way of war detailed in the pages of Unrestricted Warfare. This book was written by two People's Liberation Army colonels as a strategy to defeat a militarily superior United States. The new way of war, trade, economic propaganda, and media connect the dots has now been unleashed to aid the Chinese Communist Party. To better understand this, forget everything known about how the world works. Instead, think of globalization and the internet turned into a weapon in a no-holds-barred assault of competitive aggression unassociated with military might. And this is how China is waging war. Well that and buying itself a U.S. president by helping him through the early and deliberate release of COVID-19 following the unrestricted warfare thought in CCP hands globalization becomes weaponized the CCP has spent decades utilizing globalization to slowly take control of the world's trading system, dominate key industries and markets, build a global media and internet presence, and deploy subjects and diplomats around the world. Therefore, when the time comes, these elements can easily be brought together for three intentional actions. Deflect blame, cause panic, take Advantage. Deflect blame. Because the CCP controls Chinese language media everywhere with an iron grip, they can rile an army of victims to deflect their own culpability for the pandemic. Chinese language social media uses the often utilized practice of crying racism and stoking nationalism to instill fear and revenge in those inside and outside the country. These activated citizens can then be spontaneous in their response by creating, ''Hug me, I'm not a virus'' campaigns. Meanwhile, the citizens under lockdown are blocked from sharing their boots-on-the-ground point of view as social media is further restricted and censored. Abroad, a full media and diplomatic blitzkrieg can be leveled to ensure the virus is not named according to its origin, Wuhan, and the virus that causes it, which gives way to another campaign to establish that it came from another country. Finally, flush with hoarded supplies, the CCP can feign being good Samaritans as they earn profits on price-gouging the world on personal protective equipment, ultimately deflecting blame Props up the CCP message about the superiority of their communist system. Cause panic. Fear is one of the greatest human motivators. Since the CCP controls the supply chain, they can activate internal and external actors to lock down the supply of medical equipment fueling fear. This is accomplished by denying the export of certain items like masks, threatening to ban the export of others like pharmaceuticals, and buying up any foreign domestic stock using their networks abroad. The rest is done by us. Fear is strengthened by hyperinflated models that are blasted 24-7 to add to a frenzy that incentivizes even more media consumption, panic buying, hoarding, and the political blame game follow, adding to the cycle. Take Advantage This is the true goal of weaponized globalization. The CCP wages a global game of go with a constant focus and intermittent opportunities for accelerated risk-taking for greater gains. The first bold move on the go board was during the 2008 financial crisis when the CCP stepped from the United States financial shadow. China was the beneficiary of much of the fiscal stimulus the U.S. created to get out of the crisis, because U.S. banks, flush with cash, loaned it to China for real estate development. The difference between the current CCP virus-inspired crisis and the 2008 one is this time, the CCP holds the advantage. They knew about the virus beforehand and could therefore control the outflow of information in people. Any Wall Street veteran knows a pandemic will cause a panic in the market. Thus, the CP- CCP was well positioned to liquidate positions, probably quietly before anyone was even paying attention. Their next educated guess, guess rather, would have been that the U.S. and others would enact a vast stimulus bill which would flow into China by virtue of the fact they held all the supply chains. More profits pour in. Meanwhile, flush with cash, they can shore up U.S. and other companies with that cash, further solidifying control. As an added benefit, they may reverse or at least slow down the U.S. effort to prevent the deployment of the Chinese 5G networks that will take all data back to China and fulfill Kaifu Lee's dream of becoming the Saudi Arabia of data. Can anyone deny that COVID did for Biden exactly what was needed for him to win the election? Well, not really win, but make it possible for him to steal it. Without COVID, Biden would not have had a thread to hang on to against President Trump. Biden needed COVID as badly as China And he also needed the voting machine technology needed to stand the election results on its head. He is so weak as a candidate that without the CCP and the help of Dominion and smart tech, he would never have been able to leave his basement even to campaign. Trump possibly in anticipation of not being elected, is now making moves to stop China's forward progress in America with an executive order last week addressing Wall Street's investments in Chinese military firms. Now, on to COVID's covert way to remove children from parental control. One more thing before I entirely leave the COVID subject. A new D.C. law is looking likely to pass legislation that would allow children as young as 11 years old to make their own decisions on receiving vaccines without parental consent or knowledge. Bill 23-171 would allow for children as young as 11 to consent to all vaccines on the government schedule. At the same time, the school health care provider and the parents' private insurance would conceal the child's vaccination from parents or guardians who would have no knowledge of the vaccination unless the child told them. The bill states that the minor must be capable of meeting the informed consent standard, which would be determined by a physician. Notice that some doctor may be known to you, maybe not, but nonetheless a person with now authority in your family will decide if the 11-year-old is capable of nodding or agreeing to be poked with a needle containing contents that will alter his soul forever get your children out of the school system you can read the entire article at Epoch Times if you have a subscription or at archives.is if you don't I suggest you go read it Now, just a little more info about spoiled, rotten brat Hunter Biden. Breitbart reports that during the Obama administration years, a Biden top aide helped steer $3 million in taxpayer dollars to a Hunter Biden-linked venture capital firm the money came from funds that are supposed to help middle class and poor Americans start small businesses it came from the treasury department's state small business credit initiative now the Bidens and the fall of the republic the Bidens are more than willing to steal money and votes from the American public and collude with the Chinese government to win the election. And we know there really has been foreign interference in this election. Biden has done what he and his cronies from the Obama era accused Trump of, foreign election interference. Newsmax has reported this week that the seizure of Dominion hardware in Frankfurt, Germany did happen and that American votes were being tabulated from there and Barcelona, Spain. In building its case for multi-state audits of those relying on Dominion voting systems, the Trump legal team has a former Venezuelan official saying it was designed to rig elections, according to former federal prosecutor Sidney Powell on Newsmax TV. Powell told host Greg Kelly, the team has an affidavit of a former high-ranking Venezuelan military officer, who now lives in America, saying he saw the rigging of Venezuelan elections for Hugo Chavez. It is not just limited to Nevada, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia, either, she said, adding, it went beyond that, too. Powell said the ease of changing vote tallies and manipulating results was a feature of the devices according to the military officers affidavit it was created so Hugo Chavez would never lose another election oh and Biden will never lose another election if this if he gets into office. And Chavez did not after that software was created, Powell said. He won every single election, and then they exported it to uh, Argentina and other countries in South America, and then they brought it to the U.S. Our votes were eventually counted in Barcelona, Spain, or Frankfurt, Germany, on foreign. Servers, Powell claimed, it's absolutely stunning. Fact check this online, and you will find that every fact-checking website, from Snopes to Fact Checker, to AP News and Reuters, denies Powell's claim. Cytel, the company from which Powell verified voting machines were taken during a raid in Frankfurt denies every allegation against it now to the Middle East and focusing a bit on some things from the area of the world that has always been the center of Bible prophecy the Middle East you know after America is destroyed the Middle East will still be there and Yahweh will still have to deal with it so to Israel Abu Dhabi's Etihad Airways said on Monday it would start daily flights to Tel Aviv in March. One of its tourist destinations was Second Temple. Until Arab media outlets complained too much, the destination was removed from its video Congress is considering a bipartisan bill that would provide a legal basis for the U.S. to supply Israel with advanced bunker-busting bombs that the Americans have previously refused to supply. The Palestinians have now restored ties with Israel because they think Biden is winning the election. And Biden and Netanyahu have had a warm, sweet, loving, just Mm, fear so fear-so-fuzzy-good conversation and <laughs> agreed to meet soon. And Biden has already met with the Pope. And now Iran. The arms embargo against Iran has now expired and Iran is free to buy and sell weapons of all kinds and Iran has now developed a new class of drones which can deliver bombs to a target the story of the new drones is linked to claims that for the first time Iran used a drone to drop a bomb this was a 225 kilogram munition supposedly and it hit its target accurately it was unguided The Air Force also used its Karar drone and what it called the Balaban bomb that has a range of 25 kilometers. The Air Force supposedly also has pods now on the drones for electronic warfare. Iran says that its Kaman 12 drone is capable of carrying three rocket launchers and bombs. Those who claim that Iran really can't purchase new weapons because the country is cash-strapped haven't understood that Russia and China are both funders of Iran now. Trump may take action against Iran before he is out of office or even if he stays in office, according to Business Insider. European intelligence officials are alarmed about the possibility of military action toward Iran in the waning days of the Trump administration. Concern that Trump, who has pushed for maximum pressure on Iran... Or a combination of Israel or Saudi Arabia creating a military confrontation in the waning days of the administration has been a concern for over a week, according to three European intelligence officials who spoke with Insider. The news that last week the president requested a list of military options from his military and diplomatic advisors has sent these concerns into overdrive. One fear is of unilateral action by the US to force a military clash that might make it impossible for the coming the incoming Biden administration to return to the 2015 joint nuclear agreement that traded sanctions relief on Iran for an end to its nuclear weapon programs. All three officials said they declined to speak on the record in exchange for their candid views on the situation. The second fear is that the Saudis and Israel see the departure of Trump as a ticking clock that they need to beat. Another thing running through the minds of men is the fact that Iran still has not taken revenge for the assassination of Soleimani, and Persians are not known for not taking revenge. The IAEA now says Iran has more than 12 times the amount of enriched uranium permitted under the 2015 nuclear deal. Thank you, Obama and IAEA, for not holding those Persian feet to the nuclear fire. There is a global battle over ideologies, communist east under China, communist west under Russian Jewish capitalism, and Islam. All three will come to destructive ends. Hang on to your faith. Don't let the enemy wear you down, and please always make sure you are exactly where Yahweh wants you to be. Revelation twelve ten and 11 And I heard a loud voice, saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death." And be sure to click over to the themessianicmessage.com to read about Yeshua's coming New World Order under the order of Melchizedek. That's it for this BeastWatch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to beastwatchnews.com for full, comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.